And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 17 under the champ, 100.3 the champ, FM, 101.3, sorry. KBBG. I thought it was two Bs. No, I don't think so. Jacob, is it two Bs or two Gs? It's not R, but it's not, you know, but it's not, two, two Gs, KBGG. There we go. But R, yeah, well, two, two Bs? No, well, no. So that I wouldn't know. Didn't I don't have any that. of them. Children? No. Children's books. Anyway, oh I'm doing a whole God. different. I, for I the was, first 10 minutes I was so. under duress. So, welcome to the Hawkeye Hello, We're at G-Migs down here at this place tonight. I'm not it's telling people. Hopping. Right. I'm not, let's, let's put it that way. I'm not going to say don't come down here because it's packed. There's room in here. Get in here. But it's hopping tonight. It's a holiday evening, and uh, and people are um, enjoying time right. here. It's my understanding there's always room. There is there's room. There's also, they have the Line and Kugel's uh, Toasted Bach on tap right now, which I'm enjoying immensely. What, whatever that means. That's good. That's good stuff. They haven't had that for a while. They so have I'm, Miller Lite and cans. And, and Andrew and I have found those. Yes. Andrew Ridge in the house tonight. Hollywood in the house. Hollywood in the house tonight. We'll see if uh, and he's got the toasted Bach as well. Very good. Uh, up on the docket this week, up on the housetop and up on the docket this week, on Saturday, the VRBO, Citrus Bowl, Hawkeyes versus Kentucky. You don't just say Verbo? I don't think so. I don't know. Is, it VR, is it Verbo? I thought it was Verbo. Isn't it like an Airbnb, only it's Verbo? It's the same thing. Never used them? Not, I can't say they're sponsoring our program, so I really don't care. They're the Verbo Citrus Bowl. Uh, Kentucky, this thing is at noon, right? I've seen it, and then they put the Eastern next to it. And I'm like, well, that's all right. It is noon, right? The game on Central ABC, time. right here, Channel in, Five, Channel on your, Five on your local directory. Okay, you don't even need DirecTV, what YouTube TV. All you need is a set of rabbit ears, that, okay, and, and right, you can watch yeah. this game. This game will come through loud and clear. Now, if you just, have that just make certain that if you're using the rabbit ears, not mash the. We all remember from our youth, you'll get the lines across the television when you're uh, when you're using the mixer when, when you're using the yeah. mixer to mash the potatoes. And nobody, my, and nobody's allowed to use an electric razor upstairs either because same thing. Happens. As long as it's not plugged in, yeah, you can right. use one that's unplugged. unplugged in. Yeah. Anyway. Never, it was always amazing, wasn't it? You'd be like uh, Saturday night and be like, anyway. like clockwork, five forty-five. My dad's going out with my mom. All of a sudden, I can barely watch Lawrence Welk, right? Which is the only thing on it. Eh, whatever. All right. Yeah, Hawks are. The ER didn't start till six. Right. <laughs> uh, Hawks are three point dogs in this game to uh-huh. nine and three Kentucky out of the SEC, who is currently what? Did you oh, say on three? Yeah. Best uh, conference in the country, Brett. Big Ten hasn't played yet, though, right? Uh, they start tonight with the uh, Gophers. The Gophers. Uh, and they're, uh, they're three point favorites. Five. Five five point favorites against West Virginia. Correct. Uh, in Arizona, and Rutgers is taken over for somebody as well now at, due to a COVID thing. So they're going to get a play at five and seven, seven overall. But that, they had know. the highest GPA. They were yes. sort of like the tallest midget. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that you know what that means? The the only the the team with the longest bowl drought now in the Big Ten. Is is the best coach in the Big Ten, Scott Frost in the Nebraska? Are you Corn sure Oscars. Illinois has has yes. been to a bowl game yes. before? Wow. Yes. yes. Uh, Nebraska is last as year? long as bowl drought. Who did Go they back. play last year in a bowl game? Eighty percent of the and bowl maybe games. Maybe two years. Might have been two years ago. Might have been two years ago. At any rate, 
So Saturday noon, ABC, Hawks are 10 and three, Kentucky's nine and three. Kentucky has yet to beat a team with a winning record. This year, they have five wins against uh, against teams that are six and six. So I guess that's good. Iowa, of course, only really beat three teams with winning records, but at least they did that. Only three, yeah, but they which are, is you know, three more than Kentucky. Which did. is three more than Kentucky. And we have an additional win, uh, considering they only have nine. We have ten. Yeah, we have the the additional win going into this. Okay, so the big stories coming out of of uh, the pregame so far have really been on the at least on the Iowa side. You're looking at who's going to play quarterback. You're looking at uh, who's possibly leaving for the NFL and not leaving, and how are they practicing, and who's, who's the only in and person out. So that's right now, opted out is Tyler Goodson, right? So so far, he has opted out, not going to play in the game. Apparently, has to, th- this extra week of workouts was going to cost him in the NFL draft. So he's going to prepare for the NFL draft by not playing. Brad, in the game. this is the Jacob Butt rule. Jacob Butt was going to be a top ten draft pick for Michigan towards ACL. Uh, hurt himself, got hurt in the NFL. Instead of a 10-year career, he had a three-year career, maybe. Probably play. I bet he didn't play 20 games in the NFL. They had him on a radio show where he said, I've got, I've made plenty of money playing football. I would do it all again, and it's fine. And well, he's the only guy. There's there's him. There's one That's other an dude. interesting comment considering he went to Michigan. Well, I made yeah, a I ton know, of money ton playing of money football. Here, yeah. But, you know, there um, – He's the only high-profile player to where actually you could point to him and go, yeah, he went down. I think there was one other one. I should, shouldn't say there's, like, one other one. But most of the time, well, there was a dude this, from this Miami doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, day, it, was, it was McGahee, Willis McGahee, right? That was yes. a national championship game. Yes. And that's he a, went, that's right. a little different deal. Right. And he took him, and he ended up having a good pro career, right? Well, eventually. So, right? But he went down, and it took him a year to get in the NFL. Because Explain of, to me this how six guys from Ohio State thinks it's better to skip the Rose Bowl. Than to play, they're they're just that good. They're just that good. That's just you know that, I, that's insanity. To it, it it's it, this I have is two what I'm friends saying. of mine. Well, you're one, giving one, up one on who team. actually played in the Rose Bowl. Well, I have two. Wit Wit played in the Rose Bowl, um, and they said it was the greatest thing they ever did. Mm-hmm. Priorities, man. Priorities Bobby, today are Bob, Bobby Olive, uh, yeah. not blue cheese stuffed olive, just olive. Yeah. And his receiver buddies from Ohio State are both opting out. And then some, I don't know, safeties and linebackers. All kinds of good players. Utah, dudes, take Utah. Take the touchdown. Ohio State clearly doesn't care. They don't care. Their fans turned back 7,000 of their tickets. They're not They're not even going. Dude, right? Ryan Day is going to be the next coach of the Bears. Is that right? Write it down. Write it down? You're hoping. God, you something, can, you can only happen, hope right? something's got to happen. Well, he's Justin Fields' quarterback. That's true. Guru, that's right? True. Yeah, that's true. You know, and Matt Nagy couldn't coach his way out of a wet paper sack right now. How they won the other day is a, it's a miracle. It was a Christmas miracle, <laughs> Andrew. Petrus or Padilla? They're both taking first team snaps. They both Petrus apparently. Is, Petrus is going to. He's going to be your starter. He's going to be. He and they are both healthy apparently. You think he's going to be the starter? Everybody that has sat back, I've read a lot of these, and everybody agrees universally that the guy because of the way the team actually football under him was is Alex Padilla. The guy that will start is probably Spencer Petras because he's won more games, and he's clearly the quarterback that Kirk favors, regardless of whether or not he can hit the side of a barn, painted red, white, or well, it's blue. interesting to say that uh, it was better. Is, is it's higher better. than. Uh, 
Northwestern, but I, you know, clearly in Nebraska, he wasn't well. Sick. Um, yes. And then as you, uh, he played well against Minnesota. He just was not good that day against Illinois. So, um, he had two games and two pretty bad games. He can't give yeah. anything. Round in the first play, and there was two Michigan guys coming after him because we called the same draw play we'd run 18 times already, and they were like, "Oh, hey, we haven't seen this before." You can't count that against. Him. But the reason the reason the Hawks are three-point underdogs on Saturday is because of our 122nd ranked offense, or 23rd, whatever it might be, averaging just under 300 yards per game. 297, the worst in the Kirk Ferentz era, the worst, and that goes back to the year that they went one in ten. His first year. Well, they had a wide open game plan back then. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they were down a lot, so they threw the ball willy nilly. Was, I wonder was if quarterback. I wonder if their turnover ratio. First was year plus quarterback 16, was. Though. First year quarterback was. Uh, Scott Mullen. Okay. Does that sound right? I would have said Jeff Driscoll. Uh, Ryan Driscoll. Ryan Driscoll. I would have uh, said him. Um, the, uh, no, no, okay. I think it was Scott Mullen. I think it was. But anyway, I'll take your They went one in ten. And they, they had, had more. They, they had more Jared DeVries on that team, though. No, they did. <laughs> and, it, was and I think Hamman might have been a freshman. Um, but at any rate, that's the reason they're three-point underdogs. Yeah, yeah. But the Hawks are plus 16 in turnovers. Kentucky's minus four. That's the, that's the key to this. foot. There's two keys to this football game. Third down, can Iowa get off the field third down, and can Iowa convert third down so we can I mean, I really, I really think so. Uh, who was? It was the Raiders. Minus three in turnovers on Sunday, and yet somehow figured out how to beat Denver because Denver was one for like fourteen on third down. So I mean, that, that makes it, yeah, that's it a huge anomaly. Yeah. But if if Iowa can figure out how to be, I'll say fifty percent, but forty-five take forty, forty-five percent on third down, um, and not not have to settle for punts and finish drives where you get touchdowns instead of field goals. Um, I think the Hawks got a real chance. I mean, Kentucky's good; they're balanced. Mark Stoops is good. It's going to be a physical football game. I think this is going to – it's not going to be like playing – it's more like playing Minnesota than, it's, than it is playing Wisconsin. Um, maybe more like playing – Illinois was decently physical. Um, who, who was – Penn State was pretty physical. Uh, although the, the well, downside of Penn State was anytime you hit them, they folded like a cheap yeah, suit. They, they, I don't think amazing. Kentucky's going to do that. Can, so can, Kentucky, by the way, this is this. Mark Stoops has something going. Yeah, this is the sixth straight bowl game for them. Did you realize? I mean, this if, is they, like, if they win, it's the second time in their school history they won, they won 10, 10 games. games. I mean, he's really actually turned this thing into something that and nobody really pays attention. They're not one of the marquee schools in the SEC, and they're, you know, but he's well, done very well. Well, until you beat Georgia in the SEC right. East, and he's yep. never beaten Tennessee. You just, you just can't do that, right? But but anyway, so um, I, here's here's the deal uh, with one of the deals with Kentucky, and I was reading, um, so their defensive coordinator's philosophy is exactly what Iowa's philosophy is. It is they want to make you 
uh, make you go down the field, matriculate the ball down the field, and you must, absolutely must, score in 15 plays. They've only given up like three long touchdowns the entire year. Everything else has been a long drive. We We appear to be connected, Jacob, so everything seems good on our end. So uh, at this point, the way that the way, the way they look at it is the same way Iowa does. So here's the deal with that. Um, in my opinion, low scoring game. Iowa's got uh, Iowa's in good shape. But it, you know, in, in in if this gets into a deal Can where I get you got out scoring right now, let me get into your head right now. Okay. That's scary. Well, it doesn't Don't take, rattle it around does, in it there. It doesn't take much. Hawks are six and one in the last seven games over. Over the total. Uh, they are um, the only game under was Wisconsin. And Kentucky is four and one in the last. And the total in this game is forty-four. So they're basically saying it's 24-21, 23-21, something like that. But and both both of these teams are if if it's over, both of these teams have won those games because of which is odd, right? You're right. It should seem like I, based on what we just stated, lower scoring games would favor both teams because turnovers are a good thing for Iowa and because. You know, at the end of the day, they want to keep it low scoring, so that would be good. And yet, what you're saying is, when in games that hit the over, they win. And well, actually, what I'm saying is, and I will completely disagree with this statement. Neither one of these teams want this to be low scoring. Iowa would just soon come out and score the first eight times they had the football and put up 50. Now, is that going to happen? I don't think so. But don't tell me that they want to just score 35 points or. 26 points and call it good that isn't what they want what they want is to take the ball every time they have execute perfectly go down and score touchdowns that's what they want that's what they ultimately that's what they'd like but ultimately they that's don't game, like they don't, that's what they, they want don't, they don't game plan that way are you that's a bunch of who they don't game plan oh, that right, planning Brett. to score 42 points why in god's name would we ever want to score 42 by every play that that's we why call you're, that's why you're seven seven yards a, a that's play why in the big 10 championship game seven in the big 10 championship game when you're down 14 points and you're on the other team's 44 you gotta go you through. punt that's why they punted, because they clearly thought they could score 40 points. No, no they didn't. They you, thought they couldn't do it. No, so they that is to, wrong. They game You're plan. wrong. No. You're wrong. They You're game wrong. Plan. You're wrong. No. They game plan to play conservatively oh and figure my out how God. to win at the end. That's their game plan. No, it that, isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. This is a bunch of hoo-ha. What, where, their what game plan is to score every time they have the football. I'll bet you a billion dollars. I'll bet you a new head of hair. If we ask, <laughs> Brian, if we ask Brian can't Ferentz, win, you can't win is that your, bet. Is your plan? Oh, of course you can. Brian Urlacher's got uh, all over Chicago. He's got uh, what do they call those billboards? You get a new head of hair. Oh, you can. Okay. I'm just saying this. If we ask Brian Ferentz right now and said, Brian, is your goal to score on every single time you have the ball? And if he said no, I would absolutely kiss your Lily White. He would say. My my number one my number one goal is to do no harm. He said it before. My number one goal is to not turn the ball over deep and to kick the ball down to the other end of the field so that they have a longer field. That's his number one. He has said it. It has been in in interviews. He has said. I'm going to ask Tom first K- job, Tom Kicker it's on yes. in, in uh, eight yeah, minutes. He has said. I'm going to ask my him, number one job I'm is gonna, to. Yes. I'm going to ask him, and I'll guarantee you that you're wrong. So. Aside from that. Yeah, aside from your inaccuracies. I'm not wrong about that. Andrew, uh, is he right? It's a little bit both, yeah. 
Um, it looks like. So IKM is your starting running back on the uh, on the depth chart, right? Yeah, but, uh, right? Gavin, but it sounds like Gavin Williams has been getting as many carries in terms with the first teamers. So between the two of them, they're going to split it. We're going to get go to break here. Well, Sean Williams actually going to get some carries here as well with Goodson what out. So I don't know. I haven't seen it, but like twice all year. Be interesting to see because IKM, you, know, you got to get it. Oh, four. All right. No. We'll come back. We'll have Tom Kakert on the other side. Good. Keep arguing. This is fun. All right, back we're in back Hawkeye Hall. 1700, the champ. And we're back. Junior and Hawkeye Huddle as we are 6 to 7 o'clock here on Tuesday nights. We'll be here all the way through the basketball season. Things get a little bit uh, more tame. We argue less about basketball. Actually, we don't. But, you know, if the record's not good, it's easier to be calm, right? You know? I expect. We're, um, we're efforting Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com, it sounds like. He's in Florida, right? right? So there's a possibility there are other duties uh, as a sign going on right now. Um, and, you know, certainly. Uh, what are you, an we're, HR? Yeah, we're, not, we're not always the top rung, but, but he has been pretty good over the years about finding us. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. If not, we can uh, soldier on without him. Hey, you know, we haven't really even talked about basketball or wrestling or anything like that, and maybe this is a good time to bring that up in case we get him a little bit in football. There hasn't been a basketball game since we uh, last left here Tuesday night. You and I sat here and watched uh, I men beat uh, Southeast Louisiana uh, 93-62. The excitement in that game, for those of you who weren't down here, <laughs> was that Brett had the over at 154 and a half. And I had it at 155 and a half. And so. And we thought it was not even going to get close we're, we're for a long the, time. We're doing yeah. the math. As we go, yeah. And I'm like, boy, they're, they're going to have a heck of a time getting here. And all of a sudden, in the last 40 seconds, they scored like 11 points. Yeah, we did the math. They needed, they needed to have, it was like they needed to have 10 points. Right. Just to get close. And so. I think it was C-Law hits a, a, a must have been two, well, I don't met, but two or three to get it to 155. And then, of course, Iowa dribbles it out. Right. He hit the three to hit to get it to 155 with two seconds to go. It, you know, no, it, it, was, it was more like uh, 18 seconds ago. No, I, no, no. It was oh, right at the buzzer. No, go it, back it was, wasn't it? Oh, you oh my good Lord. It was pretty close to the buzzer. You know. That you have, which are so sporadic. When the, they're sport, not very often. To your sports wagering, you are always at the buzzer. They're always death-defying. Not that. And win. every loss is always a blowout. Not my win. Not my win for. By Missouri. the way, not my win picking Missouri last week when you told me to pick Army. Army won the football game. They did. They, not cover. they did not cover. I know. They should have though. No. Man. Anyway, I was glad to see Army win. Um. Anyway, the Hawks uh, do play. Basketball Wednesday against uh, Western Illinois. That's tomorrow night, 7 p.m. in the uh, Carver Hawkeye Arena. However, Big Ten Plus is the only way you, you're going to catch that one. That's the last one this year. You only have to be able to stream, and, and after that, it'll be on. And they got Maryland then to start the Big Ten season coming up uh, Monday in Iowa City. That um, Western Illinois game is going to be a little harder than I think we think. Big yeah. Ten three, and uh, you know, don't don't overlook the Leathernecks. I'll say this. After watching uh, not only the Utah State game, but but then the Southeast Louisiana game, boy, you can sure tell the difference. When Keegan Murray was hurt 
versus Keegan Murray healthy, right? Yes. I mean, in that game, uh, Southeast Louisiana, he goes for 20. Patrick goes for 16. J-Bo for 13. By the way, this is kind of be the way this line is going to go all year, right? Keegan, Patrick, J-Bo, and then everybody else. But when, when it came what down did to Chris Murray have twelve, uh, I think you. I think he. I think he only. Had, I don't think he had very many the other night. You know, but he. But you know, he had the big, big game against Utah State. He'll chip in with a lot, uh, particularly when he's you know the second on the second strings on the floor a little bit. Uh, but in any case, it, the Iowa basketball team just they have a star, and he's King and Murray. And if he's not playing well, and he and and he's hurt, which he clearly was hurt against Illinois. And against Iowa State as well, did not did not have his bounce, did not have a shot. His ankle wasn't into it. By the time he came back against Utah State, he's ready to go. That makes a big difference. You don't have him; it changes things up. So well, let's not judge Iowa on the losses right now because he was hurting all those losses. Well, and and uh, let's let's not overlook the uh, the fire in the belly of one Connor McCaffrey. <laughs> who's Going to his boy Joe T's uh, aid as he's getting yeah the, the, the guy was down giving him the business from uh, Southeast Louisiana and he got a flagrant two and got and got kicked out and then the Southeast Louisiana SID goes on Twitter and starts calling him names and a freak and yeah really and, and goes crazy and, and I don't know if that guy's still employed or if that was a burner account or whatever but it lasted about two hours. Iowa fans and, just destroyed that and, guy. And Iowa, it was beautiful. Uh, the Iowa fandom on Twitter is uh, is an interesting, interesting uh, hornet's nest. Yeah. Do not, do not get stirred up, yeah, um, because they will come at you and they will bring it hard. <laughs> they will bring it with passion. They'll be diving for loose balls. They'll be doing every, anything, and they'll they'll look up your lineage very quickly. So the Hawks are 8-3, and 0-2 oh in the Big Ten, so that's where they've got to do some work. It's coming up. Here's an interesting thing that came out today. So the Big Ten came out with their forfeiture policy based on COVID-19 uh, games that cannot be played. And you know what their policy is? Yes, Brad, I do. What is I it? I listened to you for 12 minutes what before is the show. There is no policy. There is no policy. The if, policy if is. If a good team can't play, they'll make it up. They'll figure team, it out. If right. a bad team can't play, tough, you lose. Right. That's their policy. So the Hawks better start winning some games so that in the unlikely event, although Iowa is uh, fully vaxxed, fully boosted. Which means that they that that, they're, that cuts them down to possibly by maybe 30%. I mean, this thing is getting through every, all of that. And so great, but cool. Okay. So it, either you way. you got a better chance of getting into Degelman Dorm at Creighton. That's the freshman yeah, maybe, girls' dorm. Maybe then, so. Then you do get in COVID at the Iowa but, basketball but team. Th- how, but this is, I love the way the Big Ten has figured this out. Actually, what I don't is I'm fang- saying this facetiously. They figured out what we're going to do is we're going to do a case-by-case basis to decide how important that, that game was. I already was. explained it to our people. Move oh, on. Gosh. gosh. Heavens. No one wants to listen to you bitch about a forfeiture policy that hopefully never even comes into play. They might, though. No, uh, they don't. Uh, I oh, you don't we'll know, take okay. a quick poll. Do you two care if you, about the forfeiture policy? Nope. Zero hands up here. I think, that, I think people along. are interested. I Move do. along. I think people are interested. All right. I just wanted to re-explain it in case you didn't explain it very well. Maybe you did. I don't know. What? Women's if, basketball. If good teams forfeit, they're going to make it up. If bad teams forfeit, they're going to be counted as losses. Yeah. That's the. That's, that's the, their. Yeah. It, 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 it's a case-by-case read basis. Read between yeah. the lines. Yep. Women's basketball, of course, the uh, women's basketball team did not play this week. They were supposed to play Penn State on Thursday. That has been canceled due to COVID because of Penn State. 
So we'll see whether that is considered a forfeit or not. We'll see, right? And they now play Sunday versus Illinois at home, 2 p.m. on BTM+. Plus, They're 6-3, and 1-0. They fell uh, to number 21 this week, which really is not very far considering they lost to Indiana Uwe Pui last week. Um, uh, so back in action on Sunday, hopefully, for the Iowa women's team. But the thing that uh, I was reading an article today on uh, Tom's website on HawkeyeReport.com, just kind of looking at statistically, they went from last year this was a 40% a three-point shooting team, 40%, 40% to 30% right now. And clearly, they changed things, and they're all... percent instead of 40% shooting. Uh, you know, from the standpoint of, they're doing a lot of the other things. One thing they have Defenses, we'll have to see how it goes. But it is a little surprising that in that age group. This is not a death risk, and no college athletes, zero, none, right? So, but, so canceling the game for the college athletes is nothing more than virtue signaling and doing what you – know, it's not an abundance of caution because they're not going to die, okay? Now, you, they, they're going to get – they could get sick, and that sucks. It really does. But you and I have had this. It's not very fun. It's not cool. On the other hand – we need they, they need to come up with something else, and clearly the pro leagues are trying to figure this out as well right now because it's messing a lot of things up. Good Lord, for a lot really... of guys who are barely sick at all or ha- are completely asymptomatic are quit canceling games. The bowl games are just going down because of it, and college basketball season is in jeopardy if they don't figure out what to do because they're canceling games left and right right now with a bunch of people who are either asymptomatic or have the sniffles, right? I, it, this is where we are. I, I'm, I'm sitting over here shaking my head. It, it, truth be told, I'm sitting over there. I'm, that's how far you're be, you're be beside himself. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that there's not reasons to be worried about and be precautious about all kinds of different things in this world. But right now, this doesn't appear to be it. And what we're doing with sports doesn't seem to make sense. People in the stands are much more in much more danger than kids, right? Well, we're going to have 75,000 at every football game. Right. That I could see somebody making an argument for. All right. We'll, we'll come back. We're going to talk more. Citrus Bowl, we come back here on the Hawk Island 1700. What'd you just do? I haven't done anything. I turned up the, <laughs> the volume, pumped up the volume. Herschel Woods, who's nine. Yeah. Uh, Armed Forces game or whatever. Which one we're watching now? Leading 10 to 7 over the SEC's uh, Mississippi State. Um. We are back here at G-Migs, Brett Rich, Dave Creighton Jr. here on the Hawkeye Huddle. By the way, did you know on Saturday G-Migs will be open at 0800? Get down here early. Breakfast. Breakfast here is special. It, it is it, very it, good. It, it's right? wonderful. Uh, <laughs> so the breakfast menu will be from 8 till noon, and then give them about 15 minutes to turn the kitchen over, and then we'll have lunch items for the balance of the football game. 350 beers. And $3.50 beers. So right. come on down to G-Migs uh, to watch with your Hawkeye fans and faithful um, if you're not going to be in Orlando, and if you're not going to be at Brett's house, <laughs> I am going to have, I, I am going to try to have a few folks over to see how that works out. Right, we'll see who's upright and taking nourishment by that point in time on New Year's Day. You know, what? noon is good though. New Year's Eve is amateur night anymore. But let's uh, not forget the rest of our wonderful well, sponsors. We should because uh, we've got AMPM Plumbing. By the way, if you have plumbing issues, New Year's Eve. They're the people to call. They would call you. They would take care of it. If you 
went out and you let's say you had a big heavy spaghetti meal right oh boy and you threw a little bit of um uh i threw, threw a few beers on top of that and then a big old glass of eggnog that really clogged things up and then suddenly you need help with your toilet yeah, well they're gonna be available to you without an overcharge there you so go I, there i am uh angela lancaster uh, Brian Hawk, Key Mortgage, uh, bringing you the Hawkeye Huddle, and of course our friends here at GMIGS, and we uh, appreciate what Cyclone they do for us. Cyclone fans of the Huddle? And, uh, in the house. Well, Hollywood. Yeah. So I may stay here a little bit longer after this show because I got we've got guys and I got a ride here, so this is a good thing. Andrew, That's right. Not... We, we, oh, we Hollywood just reminded us, so we just heard that. Unfortunately, John Madden has passed away. Um, Apparently, that on Fox killed him. <laughs> Maybe so, or he felt like they finally, he finally too well, soon. We were, we were, we were. I mean, it was thirty minutes ago. Weren't we discussing this? <laughs> weren't we discussing this last night, though? That how long it had uh, just had been on the air. It had been, long, yeah, but and that it. Well, and it's hard to remember. And you know, they're going to yeah. say this thing about the. It doesn't seem like it's that long since they've been on. They They're on for 30 years. Oh, my gosh. Well, John, like John Madden, we've been on every network, my every podcast, with the exception of XNO. I'll tell you, my uncle looked at me there. Still paying you? No. And he, okay. All right. <laughs> All right, then. Well, you yeah. know. And, it's and he's because, who got me started in podcasting, you know. It's because we actually he, have a tremendous loyal fan base we do uh, and it's fun it's fun people want people like to hear, hear us have our arguments like we did earlier because uh, they know we're having it in jest although i still think you're wrong of um, course you're wrong either way and by the way all right we're back are we, are we on the air well i don't know jacob are we on the air we're live <laughs> connected we have things back you, in the you better, studio. You better this give your not, last call. This one was not our fault. Are we ready for this? Well, it's 6.52. All right. We didn't get into a whole lot, but that's fine. First? I always go last. Oh, really? The call is that we win the basketball games. Man, I'm picking against the Hawks all year. I know. This is true. Hawkeyes win 27-20. Like, a defensive touchdown. You're liking that over. Two field goals, um, and we stop them on fourth down or something, like a goal line stand. That's all I got. Tells the whole game. What do you got? Um. I think, but I, I like, I, I do, God, I still, I just have a hard time believing that Kentucky's as good as they they maybe have thought they were all year. And yeah, I mean, I, the only times I've seen them, I've thought they were pretty average. I, I did see them play Louisville, and they looked pretty good in that game. So did but, Air Force. Right. I mean, today, right? And, right, Louisville was nothing, right? So here's the thing. I, I'm going, This is this is going on sheer. Iowa is just better, and the Big Ten is actually better than the SEC. 
Ten. The middle of the Big Ten is bigger. End of the the. Eight. Based on what I've seen, I like K State against LSU. Um, you know, Kentucky's got Wandale Robinson. That's a, a good wide receiver. They've got a couple of guys that uh, that can certainly catch the football. I think Iowa's defensive backfield's great. Right? It's going to come down to this, and I, I think it does come down again. Do, do, can you make a couple of plays late, get a couple of turnovers? I like Iowa. Um, I'm, I'm going 24-23. One point, they win it. We still win it. We cover. We come back. We win 11-3, and and there's no way you can't call that a great season, regardless of whether or not you're happy that they, with the way they scored. Right? That's right. Both basketball games are winners, too. We'll talk to you next week right here at G-Migs on the Hawkeye Huddle.